Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE 2018 Week 22 Part 1. I'm talking Monday Night Raw Episode 1305 aired on May 28th, 2018. We're just a few weeks away from Money, money in the Bank, and uh, things are, are heating up in some departments and kind of just uh, you know killing some time in others. Before I get to this episode and everything that went on, um, I had thought about maybe doing an individual episode about Solo, and then I watched a whole bunch of other stuff over the weekends, and I, the more and more stuff that I got to watching, I figured, hey, I'll just talk about all of this stuff real quick, or or as much of it that I can remember um because there's a bunch of like stand-up specials and um other movies like that like oh that wasn't this weekend but i didn't haven't talked about it at all on any of these episodes i did watch the week of on netflix that's interesting there are a couple of parts that i really liked but that was it um and then there's solo of course as i mentioned just a moment ago uh i really really liked it i loved it in fact uh, i and i enjoyed the entire film this is the new star wars film focusing on han solo and uh there's a lot of fun stuff that happens in this and uh it was a, a pretty cool story it's a heist film basically um with all kinds of uh even more so than rogue one rogue one was could also be considered a heist film but this one was like all about the stealing actually stealing a bunch of stuff and assembling a crew of of misfits and criminals and all kind all kinds of stuff going on and there there's some references to other stuff that i'm vaguely aware of and i'm sure there's even more references to stuff that i'm not aware of at all in the star wars universe especially stuff in clone wars and uh what's rebels the two animated shows which i haven't seen any of rebels at all but now i i want to because i assume a lot of the stuff that's in this is um has something to do with stuff that we see in rebels but may maybe not maybe not at all maybe i'm completely wrong about that but I recommend it if you like Star Wars stuff. Um, I, I I was kind of bothered by how much uh, how much negative negativity about the film there was ever since it was announced, really. And like, just wait until it comes out. You know, focus on stuff that you like until it comes out, and then if you don't like it after you see it then then spend some energy on on letting people know that it's it's not good or whatever but it's to 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 put so much energy into being negative about it and then this is a big thing that i saw a lot especially in the last couple of weeks and especially when they announced that they may be developing some more um of these solo films not solo film but solo films um a, a boba fett film is being worked on but uh, one of the, the comments that I saw a lot was like, we need original Star Wars films. And it's like, if we're going to have Star Wars films that don't have 
any link to characters that we already know, then why is it even a Star Wars film, in my opinion? Um, yeah, establish new new characters to follow throughout the thing. Yeah, but you still want to have some link to what we already know so that it's obvious that it is um maybe not even obvious but that there is some connective tissue to to all of the the rest of the films doesn't have there's no mention of any skywalkers in this film none of that stuff so why um why the big fuss i guess um like having everything linked to the skywalker story that that is one of the the things that may not make it seem as original uh this one doesn't reference any of that at all because they have nothing to do with this movie and uh i thought it was great so you know as long as uh, as long as they're entertaining to some level I, i i just want more of these keep making the movies if you're able to make more movies make more movies and um that that's that i guess um the other thing that i watched this weekend which is kind of on the opposite uh side of the spectrum for me uh i've got it took me a long time to get around to this but the latest season of the walking dead was it season eight i don't even know what number season it is but uh i there are parts of it i liked a lot like individual scenes um but overall i did not enjoy the structure of the season there is a whole whole lot of non-linear stuff going on um and i thought maybe we'd settle down with that after the first episode no it got more and more intense throughout and uh i i don't know I'll, i'll keep i'll i'll watch the next season to see what's going on see what happens next but it was in this was watching one episode after another after another if i had watched this week to week i would have been even more frustrated and uh i don't even i I don't know what else to say about it but uh there was some cool stuff there was some cool stuff going on some fun moments um some a couple of kind of emotional moments i suppose um but uh in regards to that a few of those emotional moments were then like readdressed like an episode later another episode later with a bunch of different people and then there is a very frequent use of the uh people close-ups of people's faces with the dramatic music behind it and the people in the different they're not even the same room as each other just all the people in their different places where they are at that point in the show and with reflective music. And it really just felt like it was killing some time. Got to fill out that, that episode to get it to 42 minutes or whatever. So I don't know. I over overall, I didn't like it overall. I did like it basically uh i like where the story ended up but uh the way that that story was told um i I did not enjoy as i was watching it It it's a little bit confusing at times even um there wasn't even like any kind of visual language to it other than like oh their clothes aren't quite as messed up in this shot 
so this must have been earlier. It's like I don't want to be trying to think that hard about it to figure out um, which which part of uh, the timeline I'm in. Because they're they've they're they've all been surviving for like years now, and they're all filthy, and their hair looks pretty much the same. Um, like a week earlier and that week, which is basically the difference between the two times. So it's like make it desaturate it, make it black and white, make it uh, some weird shade or something like that. Make it more obvious that we're jumping through time with some type of visual indication. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that's the other, that's some of the other stuff that I watched over the weekends. Let me know what you thought about all about that. Now let's talk about raw episode 1,305. Uh, we open up with Braun Strowman talking about some stuff. And we end up with Braun Strowman versus Finn Balor, but the match is, uh, interrupted by kevin owens who's on commentary during it um he ends up attacking finn and uh as he was about possibly about to win he's going for that coup de gras but uh kevin interrupts and so uh disqualification happens and kevin tries to run away he does run away um and uh braun throws a ladder at him it, it was very close it was a it was an impressively close shot to hitting Kevin. He got out of the way just in time rolling up the ramp. Um, so that was pretty cool. Then we had Elias, who uh, was trying to sing a song about Virginia. Is it West Virginia? They're in one of the Virginias for this episode. And uh, he's like, ah, I don't like seeing all these awful people in the crowd. Can you tighten up the lights, please? And so the spotlight got smaller and I thought that was, that was such a great touch, such a great joke, a great visual production joke. I enjoyed it. Uh, as he tried to sing again after the commercial break, he, he's interrupted by Seth Rollins making his way to the ring. Seth versus Jinder Mahal. This was a pretty good match, actually. One of, if not the best Jinder Mahal match. That's for sure. Uh, there's my favorite moment of the entire episode is in this match is uh, Sunil Singh, of course, tries his best to interfere and get Jinder Mahal to win. This is an Intercontinental Championship match, so that would have been quite the win for him. Uh, he would he would already go from uh, within a year. Jinder Mahal. If he had won tonight, he would uh, be three-fourths of the way to the Grand Slam, I think, right? It's the Intercontinental, the United States, the World Championship, and then Tag Team Championships. And has he has he held the Tag Team Championships before? I'm not sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, it would have been a big win for him, which is why Sunil is there trying to make it happen. But uh, Seth squashes that attempt. And he uses Sunil as a weapon. He power bombs him into. You have that turnbuckle power power bomb, but uh, instead of hitting the turnbuckle, he hits Jinder Mahal. Awesome, awesome moment. I I enjoyed that so much. Um, and S Seth finally had enough. He he just attacks Jinder with a chair. 
he gets disqualified, but he doesn't lose his championship, and he gets to to seek some revenge from last week because Jinder attacked him and Roman uh, as they're celebrating their victory. Um, they attacked them with the chair. So payback. That's some payback right there. We don't have the pay-per-view payback anymore, but we do have actual payback here on Raw. Uh, Ronda... Up next, Ronda interrupts Nia Jax's entrance. Uh, Nia is, is mean now. So that's happening, I guess. Uh, she demonstrates how she's going to counter the armbar by just lifting Ronda up and hitting a powerbomb. And she demonstrates all kinds of other stuff uh, with uh, a poor young lady who has is, who is volunteered to, to be beaten up by Nia Jax in this segment. Up next, we have the Deleters of World versus the Ascension. The Deleters win via the kiss of deletion or whatever it's called. Uh, the B team backstage, they complain. Did they, they call that a celebration? That's lame. We know how to celebrate. Uh, they, they, they beg Kurt for a title match. They want to challenge the Deleters of Worlds. Um, and uh, Kurt says, you can't just jump in front of the line. The rest of the locker room, all the other tag teams, are not gonna, they're not going to like that. They say, well, so what you're saying is we need to get their approval. We need to win them over. We need to, get, we need to throw a Memorial Day barbecue and uh, get in their good graces. And so they go to a planning. And later on, they, uh, they, they lay out the best food that they could get their hands on. But before then, okay, so the the main event of this episode is the uh, seven-woman gauntlet match to determine the final entrant into the Money in Bank ladder match. And I was pretty excited for that. I was thinking early on, okay, when is this going to happen? How long are they going to have? How long is Sasha Banks going to last in the match? Because uh, it would be pretty cool if she lasted as long or longer than Seth Rollins did in the, in that gauntlet match a couple of months ago. Um, but as we got closer and closer to the end of the show, I was like, oh, man. Now it's, I, at first I thought, oh, it could be the last hour of the show. That would be awesome. And then uh, there's still stuff going on at, the, at 8 o'clock Mountain Time. And I thought, well, okay, it's going to be like 40 minutes now. And we get to the 40-minute mark, and they're like, oh, we have another match. And there's still the barbecue thing. Like, oh. I guess it's going to be 30 minutes. No, I guess it's going to be 20 minutes. And so we get to like 8.40. We have 20 minutes left in the show with some overrun time. Like, oh, man. This is not nearly as cool as I was uh, It was getting hyped up in my head to be. I thought it was going to be this epic, long battle. And uh, at least a few of them would get lot, plenty of time to do all kinds of cool stuff. But uh, right off the bat, okay, we'll we'll talk about it in a second. We'll, there's some other stuff. As each of these segments came up, I got more and more frustrated that these segments were happening and not the gauntlet match. Uh, so up next, we had Kevin Owens versus Bobby Roode. So earlier, Kevin tried to leave the arena. He was uh, abusing the the valet driver uh, to try to get his keys for his uh, his rental car. But Kurt had him off at the pass. He intercepted Kevin's uh, uh, departure and threw him into a match against Bobby Roode, 
he was talk he was talking some smack about Bobby Roode when he was on commentary. So this match, Kevin Owens versus Bobby Roode. Kevin won. I think I think uh, I didn't write good enough notes. Uh technically Kevin won. I think it was because Strowman attacked Kevin and uh Bobby Roode's helped him out a bit because he uh he's trying to run away, but they cornered him, got on both sides, and uh he he took Ty Dillinger's hand signal to to make him stop. So that was something. Uh so uh Kevin Owens gets hit with a couple of running power slams, and then Bobby Roode, who's rooting Braun on, he gets hit by a power slam as well. So nobody is friends with Braun Strowman. Um, next, we had Sami Zayn apologize for that segment we shall not speak of, except for in the context of this apology. Um, he says, I'm sorry I did something I never, I, I said I would never do. I lied to you. Those weren't his sisters. Those were men that I hired to have a little bit of fun. That, that sounds bad. Um, Bobby comes out. He, uh, he says, hey, let's settle this then. Money the bank. How about it? Offers a handshake. They shake hands. Bobby does not let go. He crushes Sammy's hand. And so at Money in the Bank, we're going to have Sami Zayn versus Bobby Lashley. And will will this conclude these two having a problem with each other? I have no idea. Up next, we had another annoying match that took place instead of the gauntlet match. I was fine. It, it was okay, though, because it's Drew McIntyre. But but still, it went. it could have been shorter. Could have been sure Chad Gable put up too much of a fight. This match should have been like 10 seconds done onto the barbecue. But uh, it was a little bit. Uh, Chad stood a little bit of a chance. Not not nearly enough of a chance, but uh, he, he hung in there and Drew eventually won. And then the B team barbecue. The highlight of the episode uh, and mainly the highlight was Rhino with his pan full of bologna sandwiches. So they have all beef foods, which is something that uh, I've experienced on tour with the Blue Devils that uh, every now and then, especially at snack, our fourth meal of the day, uh, we'll have a, a letter themed snack. Uh, actually, it, most of the time it's been C. Actually, I think Every time this has happened, it has been the letter C. They have uh, um, carrots, cheese, crackers, um, condiments. They're definitely condiments. I don't think they counted that as letter C, but there were condiments. Um, Cheese puffs, Cheetos, um, uh, more crackers, uh, chowder. Chatters in their uh, chili and other C-words. This barbecue, because it's the B team, is all B-themed. So I really appreciate that. They had, um, what they have? They had bologna. They had baked beans and uh, potato chips and potato salad. So I, 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 I enjoyed that aspect of the B team barbecue. It only makes sense. Letter B. You got to go with the letter B. Um, 
one of my one of my favorite lines in the night was like grilled meats titus has a bologna sandwich turns out all of them had bologna sandwiches um titus complains about this food especially after the b team says all right so you're enjoying the foods well then it's cool if we have a championship match right guys having none of it and titus says you're, you're trying to win us over this food ain't none of this even seasoned that was a that was a great line as well um this this turned into a food fight and a brawl uh everybody's fighting but uh rhino just sits calmly in his chair continuing to eat his pan full of bologna sandwiches but uh eventually he does get attacked the b team get the upper hand and they put rhino through a table so um it was was a fun segment it was the best segment of the night i'd say from top to bottom um so uh what i don't know where things go from here for the b team are they gonna try more crazy stuff to try and get a, a a tag team championship match there is not a tag team championship match set for money in the bank yet so it it is possible that they could go for it and they still are undefeated this wasn't a match so they couldn't have become defeated this week anyway you know what speaking of undefeated and defeated streaks Kurt Hawkins, I was really hoping that we'd see him either break or continue his losing streak because I believe over the weekend he reached 199 and uh, maybe it, it maybe it happened on main events, in which case that's kind of a bummer. That's that's totally a raw worthy moment because we've seen all of these other uh, we have the B team. They're undefeated now. They got a fresh start. And then uh, we also have Lana winning and she could very well win the money in the bank ladder match who knows it it doesn't seem likely the the deck is very the deck is very the deck is very much stacked this stack the deck is very much stacked against her in that ladder match so that brings us to the gauntlet we start out with bailey versus Liv morgan bailey hits her with a belly to belly belly to bailey bailey to belly belly to belly is bailey first it was belly first belly to bailey no bailey to belly suplex she hits Liv morgan with that suplex right away and pins her immediately next up sarah logan who puts up much better of a fight but uh bailey puts her away and that 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 leads to ruby riot but before ruby comes out sarah and Liv, who are still out there I don't know why the ref let Liv hang out. Hang out. Uh, they attack Bailey, beat her down. It's not enough to put her away right away, but um, after a couple of minutes and after a commercial break, uh, Ruby Riot's pins. Uh, she she hits the riot kick on Bailey and pins her, and then uh, Dana Brooke she gets hit with the riot kick as well, and uh, Mickey James gets put away with a roll-up with a handful of tights um this was the up up to this point i thought this was the best um matchup of the gauntlet match uh mickey was pretty awesome against ruby right and it it was it seemed reasonable that she could have continued on to face the final opponent in this gauntlet match um but uh she was defeated as well so we ended up with ruby versus sasha uh, second best match of the night and it was very close 
very close to being the best. Uh, if not for that turnbuckle turnbuckle power bomb, using Sunil Singh as a weapon, um, that put Seth versus Jinder over the top for me. Uh, but uh, this match was also this matchup was also very good. The finale of the gauntlet match, Ruby versus Sasha. Um, Sasha, she she got lucky with this. Bailey got very unlucky because Bailey had to start this thing out, and Sasha get, gets to waltz in there, nice and fresh, final contestant, final participant, and uh, she won. Even with the Riot Squad's help, she's able to win. I'd say because she was so much more fresh than Ruby at this point. Ruby had just taken out three, three, count them, three opponents. Whereas Sasha didn't have to fight anyone yet. So uh, Sasha did win with the bank statements, and uh, she will be the final entrant in the Money in the Bank ladder match. At least as of right now, who knows what will happen next week on Raw. Maybe Bailey will have uh, something to say about this unfairness or something that she'll get another, a third chance at getting into that match for some reason. So we'll, we'll see how all of that shakes out next week. Um, overall, uh, this episode is okay. Uh, I know there's a bunch of other sports stuff happening tonight, so that may be part of the reason why uh, the effort wasn't maximum. By the way, I did see Deadpool 2. I don't know if I've talked about that on the show yet. It, it's It's fun. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I saw it in a double feature with the first film. I think that may have helped my enjoyment more than if I had just seen Deadpool 2 because it's been a while since I saw the first one. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was so fun. So funny. Super super violent and gross at times, of course. But uh, worth checking out for sure if you liked the first one. Um that was my maximum effort tangent there. Uh, so, yeah, the, there's a couple of sports games, some basketball, some hockey going on, and uh, also being Memorial Day, all the barbecues and stuff. Um, here in Denver, at least this part of Denver, we had some uh, wicked thunderstorms, which uh, may have ruined quite a, a few barbecues, but I was indoors, so that, that wasn't ruins. Anyway, I could see all of that being a reason that this that this episode wasn't the strongest, but at the same time, it wasn't the, some huge disappointment or anything. And last week, oh, just that one thing alone was enough to make to kind of remember that week as a disappointment. But anyway, that is it for monday night raw and all of the stuff that i watched over the weekends tune in tomorrow for smackdown and 205 live and uh i'll maybe talk about some video games instead of stuff that i've been watching uh because there have been a whole bunch of switch games coming out lately uh so stay tuned for that and uh tweet me at tiw podcast Head to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Spotify. 
Support the show even more at patreon.com slash today I watched and uh, tune in next time for more and the time after that and the time after that. Okay, bye.